My wife is crying, and a lot of women were crying. Imagine seeing your own kids sleeping on the floor. Why can't they get them a room and a bed? Uh, if there was ever an all-hands-on-deck moment, this is it. This is it. We're very concerned about the safety and well-being of these individuals who are coming to our state. And we're working closely with the city of New York to get them supportive housing and to meet their needs. What does it take to get a more in-depth look into the week's top local news stories? The Debrief brings you inside for a one-on-one -on -one conversation with our reporters every week, right here, right now. The Debrief. Hello, everyone. David Ushery here with News 4 Government Affairs reporter Melissa Russo, who recently has been doing some deep dive reporting on what has been a national issue, but we learned recently it has touched this tri-state in a significant way. We're talking about a surge of asylum seekers. Melissa, tell us about your reporting. What is happening right now with these migrants who are coming largely from Venezuela? They're coming across the border from Venezuela into Texas and Arizona. And what's different now is that um, they're being sent to New York. So now suddenly New York is in the position of receiving um, what started, the number started about 10 days ago as a 2,800 estimate, and more recently, Mayor Adams said it's more like 4,000 of these migrants. Many of them are families, some of them are single adults, and they are coming into our homeless shelter system, which is already crowded. Um, right. So it's creating um, pressure on the city, on our social service systems. The families are not um, set up with regular food programs. They don't, they're not entitled to food stamps or public assistance, even though they are here legally. So, you know, it's becoming a bit of a, of a crisis. So the mayor, from your reporting, tries to get out in front of it, makes the announcement. And then, of course, you doing your due diligence, you start to peel away the layers and there are the complexities to the issue. The right. mayor announces, advocates say, hold on. Walk us through that. Well, it started as an issue where Mayor Adams came out and said, hey, federal government, we need help. Send us money if you want us to take care of these people. We're happy to have them. We need money. Then um, I have been covering homelessness a long time. Yes. We managed to find some of these families and talk to them about what they were experiencing. Uh, we learned that some of the families in the system were um, hungry because the shelters and the hotels where they were staying temporarily don't always serve three meals a day because a lot of our local homeless are on food stamps or public assistance. They can afford to buy food. These folks don't work. So it's a, a little bit of a different situation. And then I had a family tell me, um, first one family, but then other families, that they were remaining sleeping on floors and benches in the intake office, which we know from the mm -hmm. history of covering homelessness in New York City, is a very taboo subject. It's, right. it's illegal. It's been the subject of major court battles for many mayors. And it sort of had stopped for at least 10 or 12 years. It's the first time we've heard of this happening. And then more recently, um, we started reporting on the fact that when these folks are put on a bus in yeah. Texas and sent to New York, they're given a form. And we found out and reported that um, Border Patrol agents mm -hmm. in Texas right. were putting sort of random arbitrary addresses on these forms, handing them to the migrants. The migrants show up here, and then when they get here, they find out that these places are actually office buildings. They might be charities. It yeah. looks like someone made an effort to find but a charity. But not set up. 
to take in not families. set up to take people. So These it's like a, it's locations. an administrative office or it's a women's shelter that can't take men and children. So it's it's not you know if you were trying to plan this out and give people a heads up and make sure they have a good landing right. here, that that's not where you'd send them. So we have dual tracks here. We have the city response first, which mm -hmm. initially the Adams administration defended its response so far, saying, "Hey, we've been hit with a tsunami they here." They did. They said we've been hit with a tsunami, and they also only admitted to illegal violations um, with you know keeping families overnight in their system involving four families, and they insist that that's still the case. Your homeless advocate sources said what, however? The homeless advocate sources were suspicious of the mayor's announcement from the beginning yeah. because they, uh, when they heard that there was a 2,800 person bump over a six week period, they thought it was odd since it doesn't seem to be reflected in the data that the city releases every day. It's called the census. Okay. City puts it out every day. They didn't see the kind of bump that would reflect this sort of surge. And they thought maybe the mayor was trying to deflect from some other bureaucratic and management issues which are causing a bottleneck in the system. More families coming in because of course rents are so high right. right now, you know, the eviction moratorium stopped. You have more families coming in, but fewer families moving out into permanent housing, causing sort of a bottleneck. And that was a pre-existing condition before we started seeing these migrants. And what are they saying now, now that they've looked at it and you've reported on it? Well, yeah. now they're still sort of saying that there needs to be accountability. They called for um, city council hearings, which are now going to happen early in early August. Um, they have given some credit to City Hall for cleaning up the front end of the sh homeless uh, shelter intake office system. Uh, they are no longer sleeping on the floors and benches overnight okay. to the extent that they were before. Yeah. Um, so that's that's an improvement. And I think, you know, there's the City Hall has said, you know, these legal advocates, the Legal Aid Society in particular, instead of criticizing us, we wish they would come with us and lobby the federal government for more help so we can manage it. Now what we've learned and also reported is that uh, the Adams administration is looking to open a service center mm. or a welcome center here in New York. Similar to the kind of welcome center we see, say, in San Antonio, okay. a place where the you know they can do one-stop shopping and get some of the you know confusion uh, right. cleared up. And I know you continue to be reporting on this in terms of the Customs and Border Patrol mm -hmm. and where they're sending them with these addresses. Right. Uh, have we been able to get a response on that yet? And we know we're gonna, you're going to continue to report we, on it. Uh, they know we're working on it. They're aware of our reporting on it. They've also been alerted by charities who have been encountering this, charities who are very upset because they're getting mail for hundreds of migrants whose whereabouts they don't know. Okay. And, and this, this is the kind of mail that tells them, show up in court or you could get deported. And so, you know, Catholic Charities, national organization, I was told, had reached out to Customs and Border Patrol. I don't think we're the only people that have alerted them about right. this, though City Hall tells us they were unaware of it. So, you know, we're waiting for a response from Customs and Border Patrol as to why this might be happening. All right, well, this has been some great deep dive journalism on an issue that's going to be with us for a while. So to complement our on-air newscasts and Melissa's reporting, you can always go to NBCNewYork.com for the updates that will continue to come. Great reporting, Melissa. Thank, Thank you, you, David.